How's it, guys, and welcome to another episode of the PH Journal's podcast, Our Sunday Discussion. Um, it's been a long and somewhat, would say, quiet week uh, for, yes, for us here on the ranch. Um, it's been really different. Not a lot of things have been happening. We haven't had any rain. Um, it's kind of weird to say that now after all the rain we've been having. But uh, yeah, we just it's it's been a really, really quiet time just trying to prepare and make sure that everything's 100%. So once the clients start coming in, we all systems go. Guys, uh, from myself, Dylan Love at the PH Journals, I just want to say a very big thank you to everyone that supported me thus far. I want to take a very special time to mention the Hansook family, um, the lodges that have supported me as far as my e-commerce business extremely well over the past couple of weeks. Um, a big shout out to Hansook, um, Kim and the team, Sunay as well. Um, I really appreciate the support and thank you so much for supporting local business and, and supporting the PH in need and uh, really appreciate it and it really goes a long way. Um, but once again, I couldn't be more proud um, of the whole team behind me um, putting this whole deal together and really making it work. Guys, that leads me into um, my special thank yous. Of course, I start the show off uh, just thanking a couple of people that have backed me from the start and it hasn't really changed over the past year or so uh big shout out firstly goes to trees and camo um we will be using the early season camo now uh for the earlier hunts uh, it's just the heat is still out there um and early season allows for a lot of lightweight and durability camo um as well as blending extremely well in the green environment so a big shout out to trees and camo next up um, I have pretty much every single one of my mounts hanging up on my wall, done by them, uh, splitting image taxidermy. Um, as far as the artistry work goes, they are next level. And like I keep saying in a lot of my podcasts is um, our job as a professional hunter is not done until that trophy of yours is hanging up on your wall. And it just gives us as professional hunters a lot of peace of mind um, knowing that we're dealing with the best um, people out there as far as taxidermy is concerned in South Africa. Um, I feel really blessed to be a part of them and, and they've backed me for some time now. And uh, yeah, just a very big shout out to Splitting Image Taxidermy. Next up, um, my jogging shoes of the bush, I call them. Um, my Maxxis tires, um, I'm using the Razor Mud Terrains at the moment. Um, they have been outstanding and I've used them. This will be the third season now and like I mentioned, I won't be able, I won't need to change them until at least the end of the season, maybe even pushing into next year. So a very big shout out to Maxxis Tires South Africa. And then, of course, last but not least, I mentioned them earlier, my very own e-commerce store, the PH Toolbox. I just got to give a big shout out to all the affiliate marketers and the pro staff guys. Just thank you so much for all the effort you guys are putting in. It, I feel truly blessed and we're taking this business to the next level. Um, if you guys would like to get involved and find out more uh, 
as as far as the PH Toolbox goes, please hit me up on any one of the social media platforms under the PH Journals banner or even the PH Toolbox banner. Once again, just thank you to everyone that has purchased from the store. It really goes a long way. Um, and I've got some exciting announcements to be making in the next couple of weeks as far as, far as my PH Journal merchandise and rhino conservation goes. So stay tuned to that. Can't wait to share it. Um, as well, guys, um, also just before we get going, WildNet TV will be uh, launching in the next couple of days. We've had some exciting developments come through there. Johan and his team have done some incredible work behind the scenes as far as WildNet TV is concerned. So stay tuned to that. If that ever happens or when it does happen, you guys will more than likely be able to go and watch any one of my podcasting episodes as well as my hunting episodes on WildNet TV. Um, but if you haven't yet and you're watching this on YouTube, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button, drop a thumbs up if you enjoyed the episode, or leave a comment behind and maybe a couple of suggestions on what we can do for the next coming weeks. Well, guys, I've changed it up a bit. Last week I mentioned that I would be going into um, this Sunday discussion with uh, ways and means of professional hunters making an extra living at um, not just not just hunting but doing like a little side hustle um once again i've changed my mind but uh we'll be going into the social media side of things so stay tuned and enjoy How's it guys and yeah, welcome to episode 3 of the PH Journal Sunday Discussion in 2021. Um, I have changed my mind as far as topics go. I was going to discuss this week, um, especially for a lot of the PHs coming through and wanting to do PHing as a full-time business um, as far as freelancing is concerned. Um, some of the side hustles and some of the, the ways to make a nice little bit of income on the side while still being able to do what you're extremely passionate about and what you believe in. Well, I've changed it up since then because a lot has happened in the past week and this week I've decided to discuss a lot to do with social media. Now, social media is an extremely powerful tool as a lot of us know. But as far as a hunting fraternity, it's always been a sensitive topic to discuss around, to see what we can post, to see what sort of content is allowed. We've always played down um, to the bunny huggers and the tree huggers, um, and we've always just wondered and had, um, we haven't had our best interests at heart, and we've always been very, we always tend to view our content from a very, um, judgmental point of view as before we post posted a lot of it's got to do with some of the content that is out there but also as far as our personal lives we don't really want to be scrutinized and attacked on social media now I've been victim to this and I'm sure most of my hunting buddies and a lot of my guys that follow me uh, would have witnessed the same sort of thing now it's difficult for us to always be political correct politically correct um, or be seen in a way that uh, somebody that dislikes hunting, which is a lot of them more, more of the people out on the social media platforms than not, tend to view us. Now, it's been an interesting thing to, to be a part of, and I feel that I've I had a situation 
At the start of this year, where Instagram threatened to cancel my account due to some of the content I was pay- posting. Now, all good and well if there was uh, content on my social media platforms that uh, really bought discriminating or um, really gruesome pictures to the table. But I've always, I've always approached, and I always do when I'm out in the bush. I always approach my animals once the shot, after the shot. I always approach them with extreme respect, and I feel there's nothing more respectful to the animal than a really, really good photo. So I've put a lot of work into my photography. I put a lot of work into understanding um, the beauty of the animal once it's lying there. Uh, what sort of things you would need to capture to give the utmost respect to that animal once they're shot, regardless whether it's a trophy, meat animal, or even just a cow animal. Um, it's been extremely rewarding at times, but also it's to to have the backlash from the social media platforms is it's a little bit disheartening because you don't want people to view in that regards because that's that's just not how we are but anyway getting back onto topic um social media is an extremely powerful platform of course you know, some of us know that it's our only source of marketing that we've got out there especially since now SEI and Dallas Safari Club we're not open to our South Africans coming over to market our safari businesses so using social media as a marketing tool was extremely important during the lockdown periods just to keep the interest and the enthusiasm there well what I can tell you and what I know, remember this is not 100% correct, but just from my personal experiences, because if I had to look at my accounts from an outside perspective, I think there is some sort of success to it. Um, so if I can give you guys any sort of tips or advice going forward with your future ca- accounts, um, I would be happy to do so. But firstly, um, just a couple of things. I post on Facebook, Instagram. I used to post on Twitter. Not anymore. And now I've slowly started getting into uh, TikTok. TikTok's an interesting one for me because it's it's a platform where it's obviously created through video, um, but it's also and it's it's an extremely sensitive platform as far as comments are concerned. We've seen a lot of uh, cyberbullying, if you want to call it that. Um, not that it matters to me much. Um, I couldn't really. I don't. I don't give two shits whether people like my content or not. Um, but as far as attacking my, my my family from a social media aspect, it, it starts to get a little bit dangerous when people find out a lot to do with your personal life. Swapping personal life with with what I'm actually doing is is. Uh, is very very difficult and I actually I don't want it because my personal life is incorporated into my hunting and I feel that as a professional hunter you reflect who you are as a person out in the bush how you handle clients what sort of animals you shoot how you handle the animals and what you do after the shot as far as um, entertaining at the lodges taking photos of the animals and just giving your clients an all-round enjoyable experience now the reason why i don't post on twitter is just not a platform twitter opens up your um your images or your topics for discussion now a lot of my stuff a lot of my platforms for instance my podcasting 
it it allows for interaction but i would rather have that interaction on a personal level through a facebook message uh, instagram dm or a youtube comment um, i feel that's the best way to handle things over twitter you get these threads that just go on and on and on and people start repeating themselves and it actually becomes a little bit not daunting but it becomes frustrating trying to manage the conversation as far as it goes um but yeah um i have tried linkedin um it's, it's more for the business side of things um uh obviously promoting my merchandise through my ph toolbox store uh that's become extremely important but as far as a personal um brand not so much um it is it is an extremely powerful tool but for us for what we're doing where we capture emotion and where we capture the scenery and stuff is through image and video and i feel that facebook and instagram as far as hunting is concerned is still the best platforms to be posting your stuff on and of course youtube um but yeah <clears throat> obviously it uh, differs from personal to personal and highlighting that as early as possible which platform suits your brand better because remember as a professional hunter or a safari lodge or whatever you're capturing your personal brand your personal attention to detail so for from a professional hunter's side you capturing the whole experience of hunting an animal from the outfitter's side you're capturing the whole experience of showing off your lodge and its beauty and some of the facilities it holds um, of course doing that via imagery through video or pictures is the best way so highlighting and identifying that as early as possible is extremely important and it just gives you that leapfrog on your competitors as you go forward if you identify it as early as possible um, creating content um, it's a difficult one for me to answer but it's it's extremely important I don't want to put content out there for the sake of putting content out there. That's one of the most important things you guys need to understand. Putting content out there for the sake of it is not ultimately winning at anything. You're just sort of ticking all the boxes where it needs to be ticked, um, but you're not growing your audience. You're not capt captivating them. You're not bringing them into your personal space as much as what you should be. For instance, um, over the last couple of days, I've been posting a lot of um, things to do with my pickup um, and the reason I've been doing that is because for some weird reason and I don't know if it's just me personally on a personal level but my Toyota Land Cruiser 79 series V8 double cab has been with me through thick and thin I had a horrendous car accident in 2015 August of 2015 um, and I wrote my pickup off um, and subsequently since then i got this this new land cruiser and we've been through thick and thin and i've catapulted my career in some ways with him and uh we hit a milestone of a hundred thousand kilometers i think that's what's that it's either 50 something thousand miles or 60 something thousand miles um it's extremely uh for me it's 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 sort of like a little milestone that we've achieved together and uh yeah of course it's it's an emotional attachment that i've got to something 
that's got me to where I am today. So over the past couple of days, I've been posting my vehicle being serviced, uh, a sunset with my vehicle or something like that, just to, you know, make audience aware of the significance of this vehicle to me. And that's something extremely important. Don't go and post the sunset if there's no significant meaning to you. Um, if you're sitting around a campfire or if you're sitting outside having a beer and there's a beautiful sunset posting it, by all means, people will get emotionally attached to that just as much as you were at that moment. But uh, taking one off the internet or having one sent in from a friend, it doesn't do it justice. So just remember that, guys. Remember, feed your emotion out onto social media. It's, a, it's extremely important, especially if you're trying to sell a personal brand. Putting yourself out there, um, it leaves you vulnerable, but at the same time, it opens you up for a huge amount of success. So remember that um, it's extremely important to understand that and, and make sure that you do it in the correct manner. Other than that... Um, most of my stuff is just all personal, raw, and uh, experience. Um, so, an interesting question comes to mind, and that is advertising your content. Uh, you know, on Instagram, you get a little block there called Boost, um, Boost Your Post. For me, it has worked. Um, but it sort of just brings in the likes, and uh, I'm not all about the likes. I'm not too f worried about the likes. I'm more worried about stretching my footprint and getting people to really come on board and um, and enjoy what I do and uh, start following me instead of just liking and, uh, you know, <sighs> boosting your post for for whatever reason. It's It's... It's more of a sales gimmick from my, from my personal point of view, um, from the social media platforms. They're just trying to get you to spend a little bit more money on and, and attracting likes. Um, but of course, every now and then, if you've got a couple of giveaways or uh, something like that, it's always important to maybe just boost it a little bit. And if it is 250 Rand or 500 Rand, whatever your, your budget allows you to be, it's not going to go completely to waste, but it's not you're not going to utilize the full amount of it. So just remember that and keep that in mind. Um, creating nice and raw content and something that will always uh, captivate the experience that you are you are going through is is extremely important. Now talking about uh, marketing and motivating yourself out there, hashtags is extremely important. Sorry, excuse me. Um, I use hashtags a lot. And what I've done is I basically will research some of the top hunting hashtags before I decide to do a post. Um, or if I'm just out there, like I mentioned, having a beer, uh, watching the sunset, I'll just hashtag what I'm feeling and not too worried about what the most amount of hashtags there are out there for that specific scenery. Um, hashtags are extremely important. They allow a lot of uh, other traffic from other sources start coming into to your feed. Um, and you'll sl slowly but surely start picking up. If somebody is really on the borderline of whether they hunt or not, 
Um, but you're posting pretty cool content, whether it's about animals, sunsets, uh, photography, whatever it may be. Um, they will always most likely like your contact and take it forward. And, um, you know, you'll gain a lot more followers in that regard. Um, I, I personally, um, I like I like the maximum amount of <laughs> hashtags at 30 I do do a lot of hashtags. It's not necessary. Um, rather, just if you if you don't want to do so many hashtags, just do a little bit of research. Just check what the top searched hashtags are, um, what are the top used hashtags um, as far as the hunting fraternity is concerned and how many people follow them, uh, and then just use those ones. Um, but I do, I do like to, uh, for instance, if I'm taking a photo of my pickup, uh, I would always you know, put their gravel road or hashtag uh, stone under my bonnet or something. Just just something crazy that I'm feeling at the moment, whether you're going to be starting a new hashtag or, or whether there's one existing there and there's three of them following them. Most of the time, the three people that are following them and they pop yours pops up, they, they're going to follow you. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty unique tool that often gets pushed aside quite often because uh, people don't really understand it and, and really understand the use of it. So just bear that in mind. Um, hashtags are important and, and use them where you need to. Okay, guys, well then, on the next one, brings me to, um, excuse me, the, the seed from the grass has got my sinuses bumping up completely i mean it's i've got the sneezes and i feel there's always an itch in my nose anyway so um one of the things is equipment now i don't have when i started doing my instagram um journey or my youtube journey i never had any fancy equipment yes excuse me Yes, I have upgraded since then. Um, but when I started, I just used the basic, my iPhone, um, one or two nice little mics, little Bluetooth mics that I used to carry around in my bag. Um, just doing the basic things right, just making sure that the audio quality was clear, um, the video quality was clear, and w we could project a story as 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 good as possible, as best as possible. And uh, that's super important if you've got three seconds to captivate that audience that is watching or seeing that video or picture for the first time. So if you do have a bit of extra money lying around, don't be shy to invest it. I promise you, you will never see it right now. But in the long run, I promise you, it is worth the money. And you will, you'll, see, um, you'll see your posts, likes, and... and, and uh, and followers start coming through quite a bit and it's extremely important at the end of the day um at the moment so what i'm using as we sit here um if we're looking at my podcast i've got myself a nice little mic that plugs into my camera my laptop uh, so the audio recording this is where the issue came a couple of weeks ago the mic and the audio cable wasn't quite gelling too well um, but since then i've invested in a nice little decent setup with the mic cable um a mic going into my camera and my laptop so I can generate the sound through my laptop and through the camera, um, the audio visual uh, from the camera. Uh, that's just pretty basic and the costs are really low. 
when I'm out in the bush, um, I've got my Canon M6 mirrorless camera that I use to take uh, photos of the animals. I just feel, and this is where it gets important, but we'll get into photography a little bit later. Um, that that part of the safari is extremely important because you're trying to captivate a memory, uh, emotion, uh, scene, uh, 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 experience. You're trying to capture capture all of that and to have the best equipment possible will really help you along the way there's it's really pretty much effortless effortless uh once i put the camera down on the tripod and start snapping away it really capture captures it and um yeah it's pretty cool and it really helps going forward um and then i i ran a little bluetooth I think they're Boyer Bluetooth uh, mic set um, that clips into my clients or, or, or myself. It's a new, that's a new toy of mine that I've just bought and I can't wait to test it on one of the hunts. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. And then after that, my equipment on my laptop is Lightroom. I use that to edit most of my uh, photos and I edit them before I post. I never use Instagram's um uh, edit options, filters, or whatever you want to call it. I never ever use them because I've done enough work on my laptop to generate that image to make sure that it pops and uh, we capture some of the unique spaces um, of the photo. Um, but yeah, guys, basically that's just the basic setup. Um, I had cameras like the Rebel T3, um, my Nikon, unfortunately that got stolen out of my pickup. Um, yeah, so we, we, we had the basic essentials, and it, at that stage, it, it really was the basics. Um, and since then, we've upgraded because we've understood the importance of captivating good quality imagery, good quality video, um, so that your audience don't get bored, um, don't get left behind. Um, and especially when you're out there, I mean, guys, Africa, South Africa is a beautiful, beautiful place, especially now it's, it's absolutely stunning. So to capture those moments, you're not doing this place any justice if you don't do it properly. So, uh, spend a bit of money if you have got, um, and really just take your, take some time to, to understand the scenery and how things are going on over there. Um, it's extremely important and for the long run, it, it will help you out. Uh, immensely well guys getting to the important part of social media and like most of you know video and photography capturing that moment is probably the most important part now I'm no videographer nor am I no professional photographer but I'm learning along the ways I've taken enough photos to see where I can improve on and of course, the video side of things is something I'm really starting to get the hang of, starting to learn a lot more, and um, hopefully I can be able to master it um, in the as soon as possible, just so that I don't miss out on any more moments or anything like that. <clears throat> but understanding your scene and, and making sure that it's all captured in one image is extremely important. So how I go about it, for instance, if we're going to be photographing a hunter and an animal, um, my first things first, while the animal is lying there, I look for the unique positions or the unique uh, features that animal particularly has. Now, a lot of the animals that we hunt, obviously the unique feature will come in the horns, but every now and then you'll get a couple that 
for instance, the zebra <coughs> or like the Kalahari springback we hunted the other day that had three big white spots on its back, which was pretty unique. You also want to try and capture that feature in the photo. So um, how I like to do it, and by no means is this the right way, it's just how I enjoy it and how I personally like to reflect my animal's um, uniqueness or and my hunter's emotion towards the animal is to put that put the hunter at the back of the animal and then focus the horns and head right at the front of the scene. The reason why I do that is because the animal is the main focal part and I believe that we need to give that animal as much of the respect as possible by showing off his unique features and of course his weapons, uh, the horns. And the reason why I put the hunter at the back is because the hunter is not always the most important part of the hunt, but he does have a significant role, of course, that he plays. But obviously, harvesting, shooting, hunting that animal is the most important thing. And while it lies there, we need to give it the most respect as possible. I have seen a couple of cool pictures where people add in, um, you know, the last part of grass that it had. Um, or a twig or something like that. A lot of people dislike it. I really enjoy it. I've never done it before, um, but I think it just adds a really cool uh, touch to that photo. And uh, I want to say it does give it some somewhat level of respect towards the animal. Um, <clears throat> guys... Closing off on the picture side of things, um, I actually watched a video the other day on, on Facebook. It was a dad describing social media, people that hunt uh, and utilize social media in the wrong way. And it was an interesting video to me because I felt, I felt his pain, I felt his emotion, and, and I understood where he was coming from. Social media is an extremely powerful tool. You're going to be spreading that memory, that photo across the board to some people that you may never ever see um, and some people that find hunting offensive. The problem is, is that when us as hunters and we try to keep ourselves as clean as possible, we get a couple that ruin it all for all, for all of us. And it's extremely frustrating when people don't do things and I don't want to say politically correct, but people when people do things that know that will piss the other party off. And it's and it's very frustrating because it's unnecessary. You don't really need to do that. And don't tell me you can't capture that animal in that emotion um, in that way as best as possible. So just focus on the small things. Focus on cleaning the blood on the animal. Just make sure that there's no bloodline around. Make sure that the hair is brushed nice and smooth. Um, my personal opinion, I don't think holding the animal's horns, and, and this might be very, very nitty, but don't hold the animal's horns. Um, I feel, you know, that's, that's, that's its, its, its power, its, uh, its tool to show off to the rest of the world the identity of that animal. And by us holding the horn, um, it's sort of what minimizes it, it, uh, takes that sort of power away from it um but that's just my personal opinion i know a lot of guys like to do that i don't personally 
Um, I, if I've got to spend half an hour trying to make that head stand, I'm going to spend half an hour trying to make that head stand because I don't want my clients to hold the horns. Um, don't put any other body part of yours, whether it be a foot, knee, stomach, or whatever the case may be, on the animal as well. Uh, a lot of guys, I know in the olden days, they used to put the foot on the lion or the foot on the animal um, and, and do a bit of a flex or whatever the case. It's, it's truly unprofessional. It's not. It's, you don't need to do that. Um, it's somewhat just degrading for that animal, and uh, I wouldn't recommend it at all. Um, and please try and try and refrain yourselves from doing that. Um, and then this gentleman in the Facebook post went on to say that a lot of the duck hunters shove the ducks in the in the shotgun barrels. Um, to me, that doesn't really bother me, but to some it might, and I can see why it will. Um, also, duck, the bill is 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 extremely important part of the animal, so to shove it in a rifle or in a shotgun is not the greatest way to to uh, to show your your appreciation to that animal losing its life for you. Um, so yeah, guys, there's just such, there's so many small things and I think, um, it's our obligation as hunters to make sure that we do these things correctly and ethically because ultimately we've got enough fight on our hands. Um, I see we're struggling to get a bit of ammo at the moment. Um, there's, you know, we're struggling with... Joe Biden threatening to ban trophy exporting and all these sort of things. So we've got enough fight on our hands for us hunters to also try and fight a social media war where we know we could have prevented it. I think it's unfair to a lot of us and it's unfair to a lot of the organizations that are standing there defending us and uh, trying to justify why we're doing what we do. So, um, yeah, just remember that you've got an important role to play as far as social media is concerned, um, and doing it the right way. Uh, it, it's the smaller things that count, um, and just take a little bit of more time and just highlight um, some of the importance as far as photography and videography goes um, for that particular animal. Well, guys, I've had an incredible um, social media journey. Like I mentioned, uh, Instagram wanted to shut my account down at the first week of one of the first couple of weeks in, in into January. Um, I found it extremely frustrating and uh, um, disrespectful to do that um, based on their, their, uh, their justifications. They, say, they said that I had... Uh, I had broken community guidelines on numerous amounts of occasions and uh, I was reported, sorry, I broke community guidelines and I was reported on numerous amounts of occasions. And when I, when I, <clears throat> when I fought the, the, the argument and when I brought it forth to them, sent them emails, tried to take this a lot further because they gave me 24 hours before my account would have been um, suspended, um, they just sent me a, a message back saying, uh, we have overlooked your account and we found that there were no community guidelines broken and that was it. I feel for some part of me that needed to know who these people either were 
or what it was in my social media that upset them so much because those of you that have been following me know that a lot of my stuff I do to the best respect I possibly can for that animal. Um, I mean, uh, I even the people that, that send me hate mail on a constant basis, I, I never, ever, ever back chat them or call them names or anything like that because the more people, if, if it's one in the 50 that send me a, a bad message, if I can just get one person to listen to my argument, I'm pretty sure they'll understand where I'm coming from. It's extremely frustrating to see people that that don't want to engage, um, that don't want to understand, but yet will go behind my back and uh, report me to the social media police, as I like to call them. But um, other than that, um, I just I've kept a clean slate, and I mean I love animals to bits, I really do, and that's the only reason why I'm in the industry I'm in because I, I solely believe hunting as our best conservation tool and uh, if we don't preserve hunting um, we're not going to have much to conserve our animals um, for my daughter one day or for the younger generation coming through so it's it's extremely important to protect what we've got but doing it in the right manner and uh, there are a couple of guys out there that do take chances that do take um, things for granted and do like to push the limits as far as social media um social media goes posting um, unethical pictures um, pictures that don't make sense that uh, put a bad light um, into the hunting industry and we, we're trying to avoid that and I'm hoping this podcast helped um, especially for the younger guys coming through well guys like I said social media has been an extremely important part um, in the last year or so especially now that the shows weren't there. We've seen a lot of activity as far as hunting is concerned on social media from the safari companies uh, across the board and likewise from our professional hunters. So keep going at it. Um, just a quick one. Uh, I like to post at least one picture every single day just to keep my, um, just to let people in and inform people of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and why I love doing what I do. And, so yeah, it's it's extremely important. So keep going at it. Don't give up. Don't get disheartened. Um, it's worth it in the end. And uh, remember, you're creating a personal brand that will be out there to last for a very, very, very long time. And it's your obligation to make sure that you are doing these things ethically and correctly for the rest of us. So uh, extremely important that you guys take some time and, and just put the correct measures in place before you do post and make sure that you've ticked all the boxes so that nothing can come back uh, and put a bad light in an industry we're fighting so hard to keep. So, guys, that brings an end to episode three of the Sunday discussion in 2021. Um, I'm super excited. Uh, next week, we have got a couple of South Africans coming in and the week after. But then... The season officially starts. Uh, we'll be doing some local maintenance and getting things up to the standards that we need to. Um, but once again, the fault, the bush is looking absolutely incredible. Um, and I'm not just saying that, I really am not. Uh, but yeah, guys, until then, um, to those of you that are uh, in the northern hemisphere, uh, enjoy the 
last couple of weeks of winter I'm sure things will start warming up now um, and then to my southern hemisphere guys start preparing for winter I think we're in for a cold one um, and yeah just looking forward to the hunting season to start so from myself Dylan Love and the PH Journals team if you haven't yet hit the subscribe button drop a thumbs up if you enjoyed this episode or leave a comment behind on what you would like to see us discuss in the next couple of weeks um, but once again from all from all of us here at PH Journals we just want to say a very big thank you to everyone that supported us and um, enjoy the rest of your Sunday have a good one guys and we'll chat soon cheers